So I still had this thing in my head that if I started having sex, my parents are going to kick me out because they're going to think I'm a grown adult now. And you know, they always say the first time is the most awkward. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> At one experience I had, the person was like, do you know where your G-spot is? And I was like, what the hell is a G-spot? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like... You know, some people, yeah, pain and they will see like spots in of blood yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah, I didn't experience that. So then I thought in my mind, okay, what's Why? going on? You know, like I really questioned myself. Refreshingly real, refreshingly honest, refreshingly human. A podcast about human connections, shared experiences, and finding that line of humanity with your host, Hannah Pillow. Welcome to Refreshingly Human. Welcome back. We are on for season five. It's all about sex, baby. I am so excited. We're going to get so sexy here. <laughs> so I wanted to do a brief intro into the season before I let you have our first esteemed guest who, my gosh, she has been so open so refreshingly honest on this podcast so I'm so excited but before we jump into it I just wanted to set the foundation why did I want to do an entire season about sex well I mean I love it it's great to talk about sex right <laughs> but also I wanted us to dig deep into how much we have in common with our own sexual history, well, not history, our his sexual history is going to be completely different, but more around the messages that we were given about sex growing up and how that might have impacted us and what we had to do to get through it. And I'm going, I'm so sure, guys, that you are going to really be able to relate to at least one of the stories on the season. I have two sex therapists coming on to share their wisdom with us. And I will have an educator coming on to tell us how sex education has changed since we've been in school. Because you know what? It's been a while, right? I mean, have we, did we even have sex education in school? I don't know. <laughs> I know I didn't. Not not more than like the basics, the physics behind it, but no, not actual relationship sexual education. Do you think that's important? What was it like for you growing up? Well, I'm not going to keep you any longer and we're going to dive into the first guest of the season. So let's go. And today I am joined by the lovely Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Of course. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Pretty much excited for this episode. <laughs> no, you know what? Recording these episodes have been <clears throat> super fun. Like, I've just, I just love it. I'm so passionate about this topic. My friends will tell you, like, <laughs> sex is kind of my thing. <laughs> Well, hopefully I can learn. I will learn something from you as well. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Amazing. So I like to start with like a little icebreaker. And I just want to ask you, 
What is one thing about you that people might assume when they see you that turns out to not actually be true? Okay. Uh, people assume that I am, I would say, a mean person, which oh. I'm not. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I, would, I would not get that impression from you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I get it a lot. It's like I'm a mean person. I think I know everything and I'm better than everybody, but I'm not. Really. I get that a lot. <laughs> Softy on the inside. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love that. Great. So we want to dive into experience with sex. And I just like to start this conversation with what conversations did you have about sex growing up would um if you've had any so i like to also call them not <laughs> conversations so it's like would your parents would your teachers what messages were you getting about sex growing up okay the first one you don't have sex until you're an adult What's that's an adult, an adult thing <laughs> an adult is someone who works pays the bills do you pay the bill kathy nope <laughs> i mean there's a loophole there you could have like gone out got a job got a cell phone bull and be like yeah i'm an adult now <laughs> <laughs> okay no so i grew up in the caribbean right so uh when when and my family was um they sat me down and they did talk about it but their explanation was like it's an adult thing so if you choose to do it it will come with consequences so if you're ready to take care of a child and you're ready to move out and at that point in in my mind i'm like who would even want to do that or have a next kid? Like, I don't want this. So it was just like a no-no for me. It was like, a, like this, this block came into my mind. Like, okay, no sex for me. And that's it. <laughs> so did you then connect sex to having babies? Yes, I did. I did. Do you, okay, I don't know. Like, I don't know this about you. So it might sound like a silly question. But do you still have that connection now? No. I don't. Okay. Fair no, enough. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that actually leads nicely to the next question. How did what you were told about sex actually affect your own relationship with sex as you started to explore sexuality? You know, I I was a bit fearful at first, to be honest with you, because not only I should have mentioned this in the first question as well. Like I was told because I was raised in a Christian home, right? A Christianity, I would say, my faith. And um, they told me that, like, we were, we were taught that when you have sex with someone, it's not just only sex. It's like you're mixing two spirits. So in the spiritual realm, you're connecting with that person. And when you have sex, I mean, a part of you is left with that person and a part of that person is left with you. So I still had this thing in my head that if I started having sex, my parents are going to kick me out because they're going to think I'm a grown adult now. So I was super fearful because I like, I don't know what I'm going to take from that person. <laughs> and I don't know what that person is going to take from me. So I didn't fully understand the whole concept of that. So when that was one of the reasons why I was super fearful. And then for sure, I did. I was not ready to go on my own. So I still had this thing in my head that if I started having sex, my parents are going to kick me out because they're going to think I'm a grown adult now. Even though I was at that age, but I was still in high school. So I would say 17, 18. And uh, yeah, all those thoughts were going through my mind. So 
I was very fearful. So at the age of like 17, 18, maybe 16, is that when you started like becoming more aware of like sexuality and thinking about sex? To be honest with you, it's no. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> like I said, those uh, things that they instill in me, not that they're bad, you know, I was just not thinking of I was not one of those females that were thinking of it. I was one of those who were more focused on like, because I was pretty active in school. So I was much more focused on like activity and just, just being a teenager. But it affected me in the latter part then because my friends started talking about it. And I was like, okay, is something wrong with me? Like I started having mm -hmm. all those feelings and, you know, peer pressure comes in and, hey, I'm human. So I'm like, all my friends are talking about boyfriends and girlfriends. And I'm like talking about soccer, football. We call it soccer here in Canada. So at the time <laughs> it was football um, or netball or I'm talking about something else or video games. Right. So I kind of felt some ways in that aspect of it. So, yeah. That's interesting. That's um, yeah. I love I love how you can openly share that because I'm sure a lot of people might be able to connect to that message. For me, on the other hand, I was like curious about sex from very young age. <laughs> so <laughs> a totally different story. <laughs> but when when did you actually become more curious about sex? When did it actually become something that you were were wanting to explore? Well, after hearing those conversations, I wanted to try it, but then it was still a battle, like fear, because I had that fear, like, what am I going to take and all of that stuff. So, but the, the, my curiosity got the best of me and I, yeah, I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. Do we want to know? Was like, you know, they always say the first time is the most awkward. Oh man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I very mean, awkward <laughs> so awkward like yeah for me my I'm... oh go ahead sorry uh, i was just gonna say my first time was like the first time of everything um all in one like the first kiss the first everything all in one. <laughs> oh, well no well i didn't have my first kiss i had kissed before okay yeah so that, that was okay for me that was like oh yeah yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> actually kiss anyone up until I got married. Um, don't uh, Let's not even go. My story, I'll, I'll get to my story in the Hannah episode. Let's get back to Kathy. <laughs> so your first experience. I want to tune into the Hannah episode for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will send it to you when it's out. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I missed the question. I was laughing. Oh, <laughs> we were just talking about your first experience if you wanted to share that part. Oh. Okay. Um, it was not what I expected because from what I've heard, like my friends would talk about and say, I was like, but I don't feel any different. And then this was another thing too, that bothered me because when you'll hear all different stories, like, oh, this and this happened to me, that and that happened to me when it happened and it didn't happen for me. So I was like, what's going on here? But then as I got older, I did realize that because I was such an active girl, that is why I didn't experience that, uh, what they had during the first time of having sex. 
are you talking about like the pain that some people might experience in the first time? Or... Uh, you know, some people, yeah, pain and they will see like spotting of blood and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, I didn't experience that. So then I thought in my mind, okay, what's Why? going on? You know, like I really questioned myself mm -hmm. a lot because it was totally different for me. So. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. highlights such an important point that everyone's first time is going to be different. You know? It is. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. Like I didn't get like any spotting or anything like that either. But I know some people who had like not just spotting, but a lot of bleeding on their first time as well. Yeah, you know, it's just so different for everyone. Um, yeah, you know, if you want to get into the nitty gritty of, of, <laughs> of the woman's first time, <laughs> and I don't know if men have it as bad as we do. <laughs> it it was painful, I would say. And um, in my mind, it was very uncomfortable too because <clears throat> I wasn't fully there. Now that I'm older, I can say I wasn't fully there because I was still thinking about, okay, God is gonna <laughs> send me to hell, <laughs> oh, or what am I gonna take? What am I taking from this person right now? So that was Tense. really, it, yeah. So, and then after um, the, my um, partner at the time asked me. Um, are you okay? Do you, are you sure you wanted to do this? Cause you feel like you don't. Mm. And then that was not my intention, but it's just, I wasn't able to control all the thoughts at the time mm -hmm. and still enjoy the moment. So it was not an enjoyable moment based on how I was thinking and feeling, but he was such a nice person. He totally understood and it was a bit short and Aww. we just stopped. Yeah. He was very respectful. That's great. It's good that you found like a good person to have that experience with. That's so important. I mean, I'm sure not everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very respectful and understanding. Yeah, that yeah. for a fact, I would say, but it was not the greatest for me. I just want to interrupt you listening for a brief second just to remind you to check out my social media pages. I'm on Instagram as Refreshingly Human Podcast and Facebook as Refreshingly Human. You can also check me out on LinkedIn as Hannah Pillow. And if you are enjoying the episode, please don't forget to take a screenshot of yourself listening to the episode and share it on your own social media. Don't forget to tag me so I can see that love for Refreshingly Human. Now I'll let you get back to the episode. wonder like do you think that there should be some sort of education for women on the first time of having sex let's yes you know yes. like because I think like a lot of people experience the same the tension you know getting so tense and like you said not being in the moment because you're so scared <clears throat> and that tenses you up even more yes and you know it's um you know I think like I think that fear can come from so many different elements and for you it be it came from um like your, your thoughts religious, beliefs. religious yeah. beliefs and stuff yeah exactly and i mean other people it could be just like a physical barrier that they have to get through so i think that's actually talking talking openly about it and having discussions about it beforehand could be super useful yes and you know what it is too like i really believe it sometimes not everybody's gonna be understanding about it and then it may ruin your thoughts when it comes on to sex, right? Because that one bad experience may, you just don't like sex. Yeah. And you can't feel your um, 
sexuality it's just you're just against it you know so sex is really deep for me when i <laughs> it's 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 not just sex for me but i feel like for me it's it's a it's a deeper connection so i feel like it should be taught more yeah T tell me about that a deeper <clears throat> connection in what way uh in a way where like i'll mix religion with it again but you're also like creating a bond with that person so you won't find me like going um with multiple persons because there's i just believe that there's just a deeper connection and it's also i see it as a form of art right so it's something that's um it's very sacred to me so while we're creating that art it's just something special and it should be just there between us that's just how i see it so and art is um very deep because when you look at certain colors it can tell how you're feeling and um am i angry am i happy or am i sad right and then i studied and sex boosts uh your creativity as well and it makes you happy and it's physical it fit right so it does a lot of things so i see it um i, I look at it very deep on mm. a deep level and what what kind of education would you like to have had about sex so because you say you, you feel like this is something that should have been thought more yeah um like you you're not able to um like explain the different levels and um i guess the positions and <laughs> how to um interact with your partner whether okay this i'm not feeling right here because sometimes I don't know if others may experience it like when I didn't know when I was well, I'm still learning anyways um, because everybody's different some people may be afraid in the moment to say okay I don't like that position or this doesn't I don't feel happy about this part like they don't have that connection with their partner to say okay let's try this or let's do this so it's just always one thing all the time and then it gets boring right mm. And then sometimes we feel as women, okay, is this my fault? Is something wrong with me? When really, I believe we should just know what we like and be able to have that open conversation. Okay, so I don't like this. And there, there's no offense or judgment, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just so deep, the, the aspects that come into play about sex. So like, I think like from the lack of having that education when we are younger from the mm -hmm. lack of having the open conversations when we are younger it kind of restricts us as we grow up to to talk about it openly with other people with our partners and it's something that we maybe feel a bit of a taboo to talk about but yes. it's so important to be able to openly communicate these things with your partner your sexual partner right. you know yeah and i think that is also the pressure of um what we learn about sex from the media as well you know <laughs> yes i agree with you my gosh yeah um it's a, this is a really funny story as i could go into there but yes please do i want to hear no i'm, I'm just i'm For just sure thinking... peace sorry yeah okay we'll give you a peek we'll give you a peek into hannah's um 
sexual history. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Not not very experienced um sexually to be honest, like not like I've not had like a lot of sexual partners. Right. Um but anyway, this this incident I'm thinking of doesn't actually have to do with sex itself. It actually has to do with a conversation that I heard between two ladies in my community uh when I was married in my first marriage. And I don't even name who these ladies were, so I'm not even going to say how they were related to me. But these two ladies were having a conversation about pornography. And right. they were a very staunch religious woman. And they were saying um that one of them was saying that oh many um men are complaining about sex with their woman with their wives because they expect their woman to be uh like po- pornography like porn stars. <laughs> But then she went on to say that they want to they want to have um they want to have anal intercourse and they want to do oral oh sex gosh. and uh, that and uh they you know that and that's why their marriages are not working out and I'm just sitting there listening to this conversation like have you ever watched a porno? Do you even know what's on a porno? <laughs> like oral sex and anal is pretty basic stuff. <laughs> Exactly. You see? Hence why I said that okay, we need to have this conversation like what really works for both partners. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I think like a lot of misinformation and people thinking they know things when they don't. It's just it just leads to so many mixed messages about sex. Yeah. Um but yeah, let let's fast forward, Kathy. What is your relationship with sex like today? Like, I think we've already touched on this a little bit. You 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 know, you said it's like very spiritual. Yeah, it's spiritual, and I would say it's it's good. So, yeah, with my knowledge and experience, which and again, I will say I'm still learning because, like I said, I believe it's an art process. So, I'm still learning, but I'm very open to it when it comes on. I'm not so closed-minded anymore, but I'm open and mindful. Let's dive into so you said the first time you were like scared that God is watching you and going to <laughs> Yeah, punish I'm going to Yeah, cuz I wasn't married that that too. So uh I talk about this in an uh episode as well like um when I had my son, I wasn't married. Right. So I thought that I was going to go to hell as well, because you're supposed to be um, like have your kids in wedlock. Is it in wedlock? I don't remember the term. Yes, (laughs) I can think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where's my brain going this morning? (laughs) Yeah. So basically, you're supposed to marry, have your kids and you're in the house and uh, church and all of that. So. As a single mom, then it's it's a whole different story, right? So, but yeah. how did you overcome that fear? Of or, or do you still have it? Of what being a being punished for sexual activities? I don't have it anymore because, as I like I said, um, I now understand. Yes, there's a different part of when you're it's all up to me and my choices so if i choose to be with this person this time it's it's a lot different right so there are certain things that i will look for so i'm not fearful anymore of it when do it you, comes on to the spiritual side of things do you think there was like something that helped you to get through that fear or was it yes. just 
Yeah. Yeah, it did help me a lot. Well, sorry, what was it that helped you to get through the fear? Well, after having my son and getting more closer with the Bible and like reading the Bible for myself and not only listening to what they are teaching. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I understood it on my level and then right. as I, you know, yeah. Okay, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Cool. Awesome. Well, is there any other stories or antidotes that you'd like to share about your own sexual journey? No, I can't think of anything right now. That's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like with these conversations, I don't know like how deep people want to go in with it because some people are like just so open about talking about like their sexual experiences. And of course, then some people are not as open. So it's like, uh, do I dig deeper? Should I go in a little deeper there? <laughs> Well, you know, I can't think of one. Um, now that you mentioned the part of it where you were talk, where the ladies were talking about porno, I mean, when I watched it, I thought I thought I knew everything. But then, um, at one experience I had, the person was like, "Do you know where your G spot is?" And I was like, "What the hell is a G spot? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, exactly. what the heck is that?" <laughs> So then it threw me off completely. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't want to do this anymore. And the person was like, what's wrong with you? Did I do something? I'm like, I went off. I was like, okay, let's stop. <laughs> you know, I oh, freaked but... out because I didn't know what the heck is a G spot. And I'm, know, so. I'm sure you found out soon enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. It is. Yeah. So I can share about that one. That was pretty <laughs> funny. I, I can laugh about it right now. It's pretty funny. So if you had to go back in time and, um, you know, like, I know, like, things were thought to us in a way that people were thought to thought to, to teach it, basically. <laughs> but what would you, like, on re in retrospect, well, how would you have been liked to have been told about sex? What would you have been liked to have to been told? I would... Well, you know, it's um, it's okay to have sex, and it's an art. So it's not there's no perfect way of doing it, and there's no imperfect way. There's no wrong right way. It's just um, you and your partner. And I wish they would teach me the terms like what's a G spot, what's squirting, what's all of those stuff, rather than me have to find it out on my own. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I would yeah. love that. You, would you have said, saved me a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that you have a son, right? Mm -hmm. Would you have open conversations about sex with your son? <sighs> <laughs> I, ca I caught you on the spot. There. Yes. And you know why I went like that? Because he did ask me, not blatantly, what is sex? But he was like, where does babies come from how are baby made and he my bear in mind my son is just eight and he asked me this when he was five so i was like how do i even explain to a five-year-old and then a friend of mine told me about a book and i read him i read him the book so he kind of get got the concept but then i was still like fearful like how much do i give this child he's just five mm -hmm. But then as he got older, because from my experience, I don't want him to have any fear about it. I, um, I, br I broke it down, but then he eventually figured it out and they're teaching it in schools now. So yeah. it's like, okay, 
I just got to tell him the truth. <laughs> Not that I was lying, but like be more open, no. but still like some things like step by step, not yeah. everything all at once. I like, I love that. I love that you're using your experience and turning it around for your son because you're saying you don't want him to be afraid of it like you were. And I love when people can recognize patterns that came from the past and try to change them in a better way. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think that what they're teaching in schools right now is is helpful compared to what we used to not get, I would say? <laughs> oh, ooh. honestly, um, it is helpful in some ways, but I don't agree with all the teaching, personally speaking. So I feel like um, I still have to do my part because some of the things that they will tell the kids, I don't agree with it. So, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be, everyone has a different take on sex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 more. It, I wouldn't say take on sex, but it's more of um, when it comes on to really the the religious side of things and um, other aspect of it. I don't want to go too much yeah, into it. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. And would you like to give us any last thoughts, uh, Kathy? Yeah, um, sex is fun. It's an art. Enjoy it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we're gonna yes. we're gonna soundbite that for your son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! Well, Kathy, it has been so much of fun to meet with you again today, and you do have a podcast of your own, right? Um, right. Do you want to share a little bit about that with my audience? Uh, sure. Um, the podcast is called "It's All About Evolving," and we share inspirational stories, personal development, and spiritual episodes. And yeah, and Hannah was a guest on it too. So I, was. I did. Yeah, I did share that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, where can we find you? Um, you can find me. Uh, it's all about evolving. And um, my personal is it's Kathy Howell amazing we will link all of that for you guys in the show notes so yeah thanks for joining me kathy and i will see you all on the next episode thank you so much for tuning into this episode of refreshingly human with myself hannah pillow i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did don't forget to share it with a friend you think would enjoy the content as well you can also leave me a review on itunes or podchaser.com and don't forget to follow me on instagram at refreshingly human podcast facebook as refreshingly human and linkedin as Hannah Pillow and I'll see you guys on the next episode